the Cougars beat the Tennessee Volunteers in double overtime. Fun ending and a big win for BYU. That long play at the end that set up the field goal to go into overtime, that was a blown coverage. Man. It was? It's one of those deals where BYU takes advantage of beating a marquee name that has a crappy team. Sorry to say that for BYU fans who want to get all excited about the win, but I wouldn't get too revved up. This was a big win for BYU. I don't feel like it's necessary to downgrade it. I don't care that Tennessee's not going to win the SEC this year. It makes no difference to me. Something yeah. you should feel good about. It's a lousy P5 team. Nice for the Cougars. Just doesn't mean a whole bunch. Frank Dolce, what do you want to see from Tyler Huntley this weekend to get him ready for the upcoming Pac-12 season? Just another step forward in his progression. You can hardly argue with his completion percentage. That's really good. You know, if we're going to nitpick, you'd want his accuracy downfield to become even better. There were a few passes in the game last week that may not have been completed against different competitions. And the margin for error as you continue to go forward after this week gets smaller and smaller. And so he's going to have to become better and better in things like timing and accuracy and making the right read. Jordan Moore, he does sidelines for the USC broadcast. JT Daniels felt like a crushing blow in the season opener. And then Keaton Slovis came in, a true freshman who many were surprised was even able to rise up the depth chart and get the backup spot. You hear the way Graham Harrell would talk about him. It was praise of the highest order. As talented as any quarterback I've ever seen kind of quotes. And you're like, whoa, he's saying this about somebody that everyone thought would be fourth on the depth chart. And then he went out there and just absolutely carved up Stanford, a team that USC's really had problems with for the last decade. It was just impressive to see an 18-year-old that officially made his first career start. Don't take anything for granted, right? Especially when you are really challenged the way the Utes will be this week against the Bengals. Really challenged. <laughs> the Utes couldn't lose this game if they had to run backwards. The Utes could play with their eyes closed and win it. The Utes could play that game with each one of them with a 10-pound weight around their neck. They could play that game with the wrong shoe on each one of their feet and still win. The Utes could play that game and wear fedoras. Instead of helmets? <laughs> I don't know. There's just no way the Utes can lose that game. Tanner Mangum with us. How difficult is it for a quarterback who has never seen a whole lot of action to step in and do what this Slovis kid did against Stanford? It's pretty impressive what he did. You just never know. A lot of players can be really good in practice in high school. They can have a lot of good tape or potential. And for some reason or another, they don't pan out on Saturdays. But I think Keaton Slovis showed that he has that it factor. He's not phased by the big moment. I think Zach. Wilson showed that last year as well. They have confidence. They know they can play with anyone, and I think Slovis is a prime example of that, and he's got to be feeling confident after what he did last week, and I think he's going to be a force to be reckoned with this week and weeks to come. Is BYU's defensive secondary capable of shutting those receivers down? No. The defensive front has not shown the capability of pressuring a quarterback without some assistance, and then when you do that, it depletes the pass coverage even more. I think they're going to have to use that extra assistance. And by extra assistance, of course, I mean Find out where they're having team breakfast. You know, get a lot of laxative. I don't think they'll be able to guard those receivers for long. They're going to have to figure out a way to rattle the cage of the young guy. I wonder what Graham Harrell is thinking. First of all, you make sure you trust the staff who's serving the breakfast and watch them like a hawk. So breakfast is the key. Breakfast is the key. 